Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Good News Ministries of GNM.org. It's the Catholic place for faith builders. You'll find daily good news reflections on the scriptures of Mass, written by Terry Modica, to help you in your everyday life and struggles. Visit GNM.org today. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5:4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. Today we're going to talk about healing through redemption, and resurrection. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us, heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Romans 5, 5. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Suffering, pain, tragedies, the cross. What did the great St. Paul have to teach us, have to tell us about suffering. Quote, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed for us. Romans 8, 18. Yes, St. Paul says that the sufferings that we go through in this present time are nothing. They're nothing compared with the glory to be revealed for us. Okay, sufferings are something, and there's something big at times that we go through in this life. I will admit that. I've experienced that. But we need to keep our eyes on the fact that these sufferings are nothing, nothing compared with the glory to be revealed for us. Well, I used to worry about many things. I used to rush through things in life just to get them out of the way. And I still fall into this trap at times. 
We used to rush just to get things out of the way so I could get on to the next best thing. But it turned out that the current thing always was and is the best thing, the real thing, the only thing. You see, this beautiful life that we have been gifted with, this beautiful life is a gift. It is a gem and not a single moment, not a single circumstance is excluded. Absolutely none. So what am I saying? I'm saying that we have to live life to the full as this life is passing quickly for all of us. Yes, this life is passing quickly on our way to the inescapable reality of death, judgment, and eternity. Let's dig into Luke 7, 11 to 15, and let's let it really sink in. Let's really absorb it. Let's just not pass over the words. Through Scripture, the Holy Spirit is speaking to us, speaking to you directly. Quote, Soon afterward, he, Jesus, journeyed to a city called Nine, and his disciples and a large crowd accompanied him. As he drew near to the gate of the city, a man who had died was being carried out the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. A large crowd from the city was with her. End quote. There is much in common in this passage with our Lord Jesus and his mother, Mary, as well as with our own life and death. Jesus also was the only son of his mother, Mary, and later in life she was a widow. Quote, when the Lord saw her, he was moved with pity for her and said to her, Do not weep. End quote. This widow was obviously weeping since Jesus asked her not to. This is a figure of how the Blessed Virgin Mary, my mother, your mother, weeps when we are dying or dead in sin, imploring the abundant mercy of her son Jesus toward us. Jesus is always filled with intense pity, concern, and compassion for us. Yes, for you and me, for sinners. Are we not all sinners in need of forgiveness, mercy, and redemption? Can we even begin to imagine how much Jesus, our Lord, loves us? How much he loves sinners. Quote, he stepped forward and touched the coffin. End quote. So we see that immediately upon noticing the tears, the weeping of this widow, our Lord Jesus takes the initiative. Jesus steps forward. He always takes the initiative with us. Oh, what love, life, and power are in the touch of our Lord Jesus. At the touch of Jesus, in this moment, time, creation, and the very laws of nature stop, enraptured in wonder at the healing balm contained in the delicate touch of Jesus. How can a beloved child of God remain dead 
in the Savior's presence. What a sublime moment. Quote, At this, the bearers halted, and he said, Young man, I tell you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. End quote. You and I should be very grateful to our Blessed Mother Mary for her intercession with our Lord Jesus for us. She has won so many graces for you and for me, graces that have moved us to repentance, graces that have gotten us to confession or are moving us towards confession, toward reconciliation with our Lord Jesus. Without Jesus, we'd all be dead in sin. And without Mary's yes, without Mary's let it be done unto me according to your word, Jesus would not have become man and we would be dead in our sins. As I said, we should be so grateful to Mary. Mary, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being my mother. Thank you for your tears, all for our ingratitude and sins. And thank you for continuing to love us through everything. Thank you, Mary, because at the sight of your tears of love for us, Jesus can almost not help but step forward with his healing touch of mercy and redemption. And as for the other definition of death, when we die physically, our mother Mary weeps for us. When your time comes and you die, Mary is going to weep for you. Have you not prayed the Hail Mary? Have you not asked Mary to pray for you now and at the hour of your death? Do you think she will forget your prayers? No, at the hour of your death, Mary will pray for you and she will weep for you and she will intercede for you with her tears. And her tears always move our Lord Jesus to answer her prayers in the affirmative. Her will is always in accord with the will of God. Yes, Mary's will is always synced up with the will of God. And upon our personal death, we pray, we hope, and we believe we will hear the words of our Lord Jesus, who has all the power over life and death. Yes, we will hear the words, I tell you, arise. I tell you, arise. What beautiful, consoling words these will be to hear. And the best part will be when Jesus gives us to our mother, Mary, to whom, as I said, we owe more than we can possibly comprehend. Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen tells us that no dead person ever stayed dead in the presence of Jesus. Jesus will not abandon us. He tells us, quote, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live and you will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. John 14, 18 to 20. No, Jesus is not going to leave us orphans. He will not leave you an orphan. On that day, you will realize that Jesus is in his Father, and 
you are in Jesus and Jesus is in you. But I can almost hear some of you through the radio saying, protesting what I've just said, protesting that you've squandered your life, that you have lived in sin with little or no practice of religion or worship your entire life. You're thinking it's too late for you. Or perhaps you're asking, is it too late? Is it too late for me? The answer is no. The answer is an absolute no. It is never too late while we are still alive in the world. I can assure you that in God's justice, which is resplendent with mercy and generosity, the last will be first and the first will be last. Matthew 20, 16. Not because what I said, but because what Jesus said. He said the last will be first and the first will be last. In other words, it's never too late. Repent. Repent and seek God's mercy, and you will move to the front of the line. If you're Catholic, get to confession. How beautiful it will be to have all of your sins washed away and forgiven by our Lord Jesus. You will come out of confession in your spotless, pure white baptismal gown, and right to the front of the line you will go. Right to the front of the line of the friends of Jesus redeemed by his precious blood. We'll be right back to talk more about healing through redemption and resurrection. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today online at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families, a 501c3 public charity honoring home, faith, and family life. Here, you'll find books, CDs, and programs to strengthen your family in the faith produced by the parents of 14 children who share what God has taught them along the way. At the Family Hearth General Store online, shop two for inspirational faith based unique gifts for special family occasions. Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, gourmet coffees and teas, antique samplers, jewelry, classic books, and folk art figurines, plus all kinds of good things that Christian families hold dear. Rediscover those familiar nostalgic treasures and traditions to keep around the family hearth, where old-fashioned values and treasured family traditions live on at FamilyHearthGeneralStore.com. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed through cancer and other adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. 
I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We return to our meditation upon healing through redemption and resurrection. Well, I left off talking about how through repentance, you and I can move right to the front of the line of the friends of Jesus redeemed by his precious blood. Well, perhaps you still doubt what I'm telling you. Well, don't believe me because you trust me, but I'm going to share something that comes right from the lips of our Lord Jesus through his Holy Spirit in Scripture. Yes, I'm going to share how all you need to do is repent and seek God's mercy, and you will move to the front of the line, receiving the same gift of eternal life in heaven as one who has borne the day's burden and the heat, working hard to live a virtuous life and give glory to God during his whole life. And I'm not one of them. (laughs) I'm not one of them. Much of my life, I lived a very sinful life. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. And you who are listening, who have lived a virtuous, holy life your entire life, if any such person really exists, are forbidden to be prideful or envious. Is our Lord Jesus not free to do what he wishes and be generous with his gifts? Is Jesus not free to do what he wishes and be generous with his gifts? Of course he is free to do this. None of us goes to heaven based on our own merit, but only through the copious mercy of our Lord Jesus. And for my fellow sinners, those of us who know how weak we are and how sinful we can be, listen to these words of solace in the following passage. Matthew 20, 1 to 16, I'll read it word for word. Quote, the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them, For the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you too go into my vineyard and I will give you what is just. So they went off and he went out again about noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, he found others standing around and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? 
Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first and the first will be last. End quote. Listen, it is never too late for salvation. It is never too late to respond to the amazing love of our Lord Jesus and the mercy he desires to pour out, pour out upon you. It is never too late. And no matter what the time, no matter what the season and circumstance of our life, now, now is the time also to get to work in the vineyard of our Lord Jesus. We see in this parable that it was the landowner that continually sought out the idol to put them to work in his vineyard. This is exactly how our Lord Jesus operates. Jesus is always taking the initiative, always seeking us out, always seeking you out, always inviting us, inviting us, regardless of how lazy and sinful and indifferent we have been in the past. Jesus is always inviting us. He's always inviting you to come into his vineyard, to get to work, to come into his vineyard, which is the most luscious, stunning, amazing vineyard in the universe. When invited into the vineyard of our Lord Jesus, we should go now. None of the workers in this parable put it off once they were invited, at least none that we're aware of. None waited to see if there might be another opportunity later. You see, when we're invited by Jesus, we should respond now. There might not be an opportunity later. You see, the love and mercy of our Lord Jesus is infinite. Time that we are given to respond to his invitation is limited. It is finite. That is the length and duration of our life, and we do not know when our life will end. So we should respond to his invitation now. And Jesus is inviting you now. Jesus is infinitely generous, but our lives and opportunities on earth are limited. We should never presume there will be future opportunities. We, we can only know that our life is a beautiful gift full of opportunities, but one thing we know for sure is that our life will come to an end here on earth at a precise time we do not know. What's more, why wait? Why wait to respond to the love of Jesus? And by the way, the work in the vineyard of our Lord Jesus is not difficult. It is sweet, and the wages are infinite. Yes, the work in this vineyard of our Lord Jesus is sweet because he is there. He is there loving us, and he is by our side at every single moment of our life, bar none. Jesus wants everyone to come into his vineyard and to remain with him for all eternity. And there's someone he especially wants in his vineyard to be supremely happy for all eternity. And that someone is you. And let's bring others with us into this vineyard. 
I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today online at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families, a 501c3 public charity honoring home, faith, and family life. Here, you'll find books, CDs, and programs to strengthen your family. In the Faith, produced by the parents of 14 children who share what God has taught them along the way. At the Family Hearth General Store online, shop too for inspirational faith based unique gifts for special family occasions. Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, gourmet coffees and teas, antique samplers, jewelry, classic books, and folk art figurines, plus all kinds of good things that Christian families hold dear. Rediscover those familiar nostalgic treasures and traditions to keep around the family hearth, where old-fashioned values and treasured family traditions live on at FamilyHearthGeneralStore.com. Forming Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group Program Guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, FormingFaithfulFamilies.com. We continue our discussion of healing through redemption and resurrection. So on that subject, may we be given the grace, like St. Paul, not to fear death. Not to fear death, but to trust in Jesus. Yes, I know it's not easy, but let's trust in Jesus. Let's not fear death. With the always present help of the Holy Spirit, Quoting St. Paul from Philippians 1, 20 to 21. My eager expectation and hope is that I shall not be put to shame in any way, but that with all boldness, now as always, Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, life is Christ and death is gain. Well, I know we're only human and we do tend to fear death, but I want to share something with you that is good to know and will help. It will help with this tall order of not fearing death. We certainly do not want to obsess with fear of death because that will only bring us down. That only creates anxiety. So let's remember that death has been slaughtered. 
death is gone. Jesus put death to death by his own death and resurrection. Do you believe? I tell you, let's believe. Put your complete trust in Jesus. Let's trust in Jesus. Death cannot sting you anymore. Quote, where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty five. Well, some of you may be asking, many of you may be asking the same question that many were asking of St. Paul, as expressed way back when in 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty five to 36. How are dead people raised and what sort of body do they have when they come back? Well, it's going to take more time than we have left in this episode to answer that question very thoroughly. So we'll save that for the next program. But let me at least share this from the Catechism of the Catholic Church 658. Christ, the firstborn from the dead, is the principle of our own resurrection, even now by the justification of our souls. And one day, by the new life, he will impart to our bodies. So let's try to find some peace on this subject and count on the fact that there is the ultimate healing and gift of a resurrection awaiting each of us. Jesus, our Lord, will transfigure our bodies. They will be better than ever. Are you suffering now? Is your body hurting and damaged and disabled in some way? Maybe you're just plain getting older. Well, for those of us who humble ourselves and repent and seek and receive the mercy of Jesus, there is redemption and everlasting happiness and peace and a transfigured body on the horizon. Stay close to Jesus in the sacraments, in confession, in the Eucharist, in prayer, and all will be well. Yes, death comes to us all, but Jesus came as God and man, suffered, died, and rose from the dead to save you because he's madly in love with you. God love you. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. This is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tours Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019 and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzzo.com. Thank you and God bless. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.